1: See what FedEx can do for your business.
2: Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, the Justice Department opens a sweeping probe into another major city's police force as a North Carolina city declares a state of emergency following a deadly encounter with police outrage after police shoot and kill a black man the family of andrew brown jr says his hands were on the steering wheel when police shot the father of seven in the back of the head
3: he got executed it ain't right
2: the battle tonight for body cam video to be released investigating police practices in the wake of brianna taylor's death the new federal investigation into the louisville police department is there a history of unlawful tactics No more masks. The new guidance coming about wearing masks outdoors. Plus, why are people not showing up for their second vaccine appointment? Kids and coronavirus. One in five new cases are children. The outbreaks in schools tonight and how to keep kids safe at summer camp. Giving away vaccines. The Biden administration pledges to ship tens of millions of doses to countries in need as India's new COVID wave is out of control. Car seat safety. Congress takes action after our six-year investigation. More than 100 severe injuries or deaths in rear collisions after seatbacks fail. A historic Oscars. A look at the award shows first. Highway explosion. A car explodes into a ball of flames. How no one was hurt. And stitches in time. The volunteers who are using their love of sewing to save lives. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with outrage over another deadly police shooting, this time in North Carolina. The mayor of Elizabeth City has declared a state of emergency. And the family of Andrew Brown Jr. is demanding transparency tonight after the sheriff there showed them just a few seconds of body camera video that was recorded as deputies served felony warrants on the 42-year-old father last Wednesday. The shooting has sparked protests in North Carolina because witnesses say deputies opened fire at the unarmed 42-year-old's car as he was driving away, hitting him in the back of the head. At the same time tonight, in a sign of how the Biden administration will handle concerns about unfair policing, Attorney General Merrick Garland says he's opening a federal investigation into the Louisville, Kentucky, Police Department. The probe comes after the shooting death of Breonna Taylor in March 2020. She was also shot and killed by police during a botched police raid on her apartment. CBS's Jeff Begays will have more on that new federal investigation in just a moment. But first, CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is going to lead off our coverage tonight in North Carolina. Good evening, Manny.
4: Good evening, Nora. The protesters who had gathered behind us have now started to march down the streets of downtown. It is day five of protests. We can also report that the family's private viewing of a clip of the shooting death has done nothing to ease the tensions here. They have called the death an execution, and protesters want the video to be made public. <laughs> A state of emergency in effect tonight in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. And Andrew Brown's family is in a state of anger. We only saw a snippet of the video. Brown's family, flanked by attorneys and dozens of supporters, demanded answers after the family was only allowed to view 20 seconds of police body cam video. My dad got executed just by trying to save his own life. Brown's family attorney, Chantel Sherry Lassiter, says the video shows him with his hands on the steering wheel. Can you tell us how many shots you heard in those 20 seconds? For it to be 20 seconds, it was numerous shots. It was too so many to count in 20 seconds. Oh my God. Last Wednesday, Pasquotan County Sheriff's deputies were attempting to serve multiple warrants for Brown, a father of seven, for felony drug charges when witnesses say he tried to leave in his vehicle. That's apparently when deputies opened fire. A first responder can be heard on scanner audio saying Brown was shot in the back.
5: He was trying to evade being shot. Yes. Yeah. So he backs out, not for it, but backs out away from the officers who still shooting at him.
4: The family says all of the officers in the video had their faces blurred. Since the shooting, seven deputies have been put on paid administrative leave. You want to see it unedited and you want the public to see it unedited.
6: That's the way it should be shown,
7: unedited. Enough is
4: enough! protesters and the governor have called on Pasquotank County Sheriff Tommy Wooten to release the body cam footage of all of the officers. Wooten says the tapes should be shown to the public if it won't hinder the state's investigation.
8: Once I get that confirmation, our county will file a motion in court to have the footage released.
4: North Carolina has a law that generally requires a judge to sign off on the release of body cam video that has not happened in this case. Also tonight, the sheriff of the county just issued a video statement calling the shooting tragic, adding that it was over in less than 30 seconds and saying that body cam video can be hard to decipher. Nora.
2: All right, Manny Bohorquez. thank you. Well, tonight, the Biden administration is making it clear to police departments across the country that it will seek oversight into police forces and investigate their tactics where there is evidence of injustice. That's a change from how the Justice, Trump Justice Department handled allegations in policing. We get more now from CBS's Jeff Pegues.
8: Come outside. Today, the attorney general put another major city police department on notice that it was being watched. The investigation will include a comprehensive review of the Louisville Police Department's policies and training. We're taking it. She's down. The department's botched raid, which killed Brianna Taylor inside her own home last March, was a factor in opening the federal investigation. It led to months of protest, but just one of the officers involved has been charged in connection with the shooting. We will follow the facts and the law wherever they lead. The civil investigation will look into whether the Louisville Police Department engaged in unconstitutional searches and seizures, unlawfully executed search warrants on private homes, or used unreasonable force, including during protests.
2: It's okay if we've done things wrong. We're going to do it differently. We're going to do it better.
8: This now makes two investigations launched against major city police departments in less than a week. Last Wednesday, it was the Minneapolis Police Department and day after former officer Derek Chauvin's conviction in connection with the death of George Floyd. The trial for the one officer charged in connection with Breonna Taylor's death is expected to take place next year. In the meantime, a top DOJ official telling me late today that we should expect more of these types of investigations of police departments, the source saying, and these are his words, It is a tool that we will use.
2: Nora. Mm, Interesting reporting. Jeff McGaze. thank you. And we're going to turn now to the coronavirus pandemic. With nearly a third of the U.S. now vaccinated, federal guidance could change as early as tomorrow about when and where you should wear a mask. But it comes as health officials are concerned about a drop in vaccine demand. Here's CBS's Janet Chamlin.
9: Tonight, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is back after being paused almost two weeks ago. A single dose going into arms with a warning to women under 50 about possible rare blood clots.
1: It's still s- such a low percentage of people and it doesn't make sense to be afraid of the Johnson and Johnson
9: vaccine. But hesitancy is a significant issue. A new CBS News poll found 40 percent of those surveyed said they might not or will not get
2: immunized. I was signed up for the Johnson and Johnson and then when everything hit about the blood clot, I have a history of blood clots from medication.
9: Eight million doses of the J&J vaccine have already gone into arms with fewer than 20 cases of severe blood clots. There's growing concern now about people skipping their second dose of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. According to CDC data, more than 5 million people have not gone back. A troubling trend, experts say, may be due to fears about side effects and practical considerations, like not having time off work. There's some optimism tonight. The European Union could soon welcome American tourists. And U.S. officials say normalcy could return here for those fully vaccinated.
5: If we have communities in the country where we have very high degrees of vaccinations, I think you're going to see very much a 2019 type of a life.
9: But there's also concern about a surge of hospitalizations in the Midwest, where this Indiana clinic is scrambling to give out J&J doses. A lot of people are afraid of vaccines, of shots. I think the pause in some ways helped the concerns that they had. But too many, healthcare workers say, are still waiting. Whether it's the Moderna or the J&J, just get it. That's going to save your life. This is a Houston vaccination site, one of the so-called micro-sites many cities are moving towards to reach deeper into neighborhoods. As for those CDC guidelines, they're expected to be released tomorrow for people who've been vaccinated and those
2: who have not. Nora? Janet Chamlin, thanks so much. And there's growing concern tonight about coronavirus in children. Experts are now worried about the number of new infections being found in kids, which come as more of them are back in school together. CBS's Nikki Batiste reports tonight from Philadelphia. Tonight, children account for more than one
7: in five new COVID cases nationwide. Total infections are down week to week, but there are concerns the pandemic will linger until kids can be vaccinated.
3: It's always concerning uh, to see this many cases because even at a very tiny percentage Thousands of children are being infected, then some of them are going to land in the hospital.
7: In a Philadelphia suburb, eight second graders and two vaccinated family members from the Penn Valley Elementary School are in quarantine after testing positive for the virus. All are connected to a single classroom. This is the first time we saw this many cases in a single classroom. Investigators are looking at whether a more transmissible variant may be to blame. They are also focusing on a classroom vent that was partially closed. Makes me worry a little bit about just the general parameters of what exactly if three feet and the circulation is enough. Meanwhile, the CDC has just released guidelines for opening summer camps after many were shut down completely last year. Overnight camps should ask everyone, including campers, to be fully vaccinated if eligible or to self-quarantine two weeks ahead of arrival and show proof of a negative test. While second graders affected here are under quarantine, they can learn remotely if they feel well enough. The school district says it's offering Pfizer vaccines to students 16 and older starting Friday. Nora.
2: Nikki Batiste, thank you. Well, tonight, the Census Bureau says that in the past decade, the U.S. population grew at the slowest rate Since the 1930s and because of population shifts, Texas will pick up two seats in Congress, Florida, North Carolina, Montana, Colorado and Oregon will each get one more. And for the first time, California is losing one seat as are Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia and New York, which get this was just 89 people short of keeping all of its seats. It's a big change. All right. Tonight, President Biden is taking steps to help some of the countries that are still being hard hit by the virus, including India, which has shattered global records for new infections for a week. Tens of millions of vaccine doses bought by the U.S. could soon be shipping overseas. CBS's Ed O'Keefe joins us from the White House. And good evening, Ed. This was a big development today.
5: It sure was, Nora. The Biden administration now preparing to share as many as 60 million AstraZeneca vaccine doses with the rest of the world, most notably India. Those doses still about two months away as they await regulatory approval and production. So in the meantime, after a call today between President Biden and the Indian prime minister, the White House says the U.S. is sending India oxygen supplies, vaccine materials and personal protective equipment to help depleted overrun hospitals in that country.
2: And it's also a historic week for the president, including his first joint address to Congress. What do we know about that address?
5: That's right. As he marks his first 100 days, he's expected to tout his early accomplishments and acknowledge the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol and how it's changed Congress forever. But he'll be speaking to a far smaller crowd, just about 200 invited guests down from the more than 1,000 that usually fill the House chamber. He'll make history in another way. The president will be flanked for the first time by two women, Vice President Harris Seated next to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Lots of history coming Wednesday, Nora.
2: Yes, it will be. All right. Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Well, tonight, a six year long CBS News investigation into car seat back safety has prompted action in Congress. New legislation aims to strengthen seats after more than 100 severe injuries or deaths were attributed to seat backs failing in rear collisions. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. <laughs>
10: Tonight, new legislation aims to prevent deaths like 16-month-old Taylor Warner. She was in her car seat behind her father when their minivan was rear-ended by a car going 55 miles an hour. His seat broke and collapsed backwards, killing Taylor. We first talked to parents Andy and Liz in 2015. She
7: had about six weeks that
10: she was toddling around, and then
7: it was over. And it was all because of some stupid car that we thought was the safest thing we could you know, get for our family to protect them.
10: Our CBS News investigation has since revealed when hit from behind, front vehicle seats may break. Their occupants propelled forcefully into the rear seats where children often sit, as seen in these crash tests. We've confirmed more than 100 cases where people, usually children, were severely injured or killed in these crashes. Safety experts blame a federal seat strength standard that dates back to the 1960s, one even a banquet chair can pass. Uh, enough is enough. The new bill would require federal regulators and car makers to strengthen seat standards to guard against seatback collapse.
11: CBS has put the spotlight on this issue. It's time for Congress and the Biden administration to put those safety measures in place. The Warners
10: hope safer seats can be Taylor's
0: lasting legacy.
4: I've always thought of this
0: as a way to to make sure that she doesn't die in vain. Democratic Senators
10: Ed Markey and Richard Blumenthal are hoping to pass this as part of the president's infrastructure bill. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the regulator, declined to comment on proposed legislation. Nora.
2: Chris Van Cleave, thank you. Hollywood's biggest night certainly had a different look in the pandemic year. It was a night of firsts with a plot twist at the very end. Here's CBS's Carter Evans.
11: And the Oscar goes to nomads. I'm just houseless. Immigrants.
9: I'm gonna be cardinal
11: and a messiah. Women won a record 17 Oscars, including best director Chloe Zhao for Nomadland.
2: This is for anyone. Who have the faith and the courage to hold on to the goodness in themselves? The film
11: star Frances McDormand won Best Actress, her third Oscar. It was a celebration of diversity, both in front of the camera and behind. Jamika Wilson and Mia Neal are the first African American women to win for makeup and hair.
5: Like in picture. Black trans women standing up here, and Asian sisters, and our Latina sisters.
11: The fight for racial justice was also a theme. There's so much work to do, guys, and that's on everyone in this room. This ain't no single-man job. And the show had a surprise ending. The Oscar for Best Actor was expected to go to the
3: late Chadwick Boseman.
5: The Academy Award for Actor goes to
8: Anthony Hopkins.
11: Hopkins was a no-show, and so were most Americans. It was the smallest TV audience for the Oscars ever. You are probably Carter Evans, CBS News, Hollywood.
1: Is- CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at Carmax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
2: Tonight, Indonesia's Navy is working out plans to recover the submarine that sank last week off Bali. An underwater robot captured video of the sub, which was split apart on the seafloor nearly twenty eight hundred feet deep. All fifty three sailors were lost. All right. In South Lake, Texas, a fire explosion was caught on camera. A car had broken down on the highway and was suddenly engulfed by a fireball igniting a grass fire along the road. And incredibly, no one was hurt. An army of volunteers made a big difference during the pandemic by firing up their sewing machines. CBS's Chip Reid shows us how.
3: You probably never thought of sewing as a life-saving superpower. Well, Tiffany Herbert of Colorado says that's exactly what it is. Over the past year, she and thousands of craftivists, as she calls them, have made 1.3 million masks and other protective items.
2: I call them the at-home heroes of this pandemic.
3: Heroes who Um. wanted to do more.
2: Because I kept hearing from people, what are we going to do when we're not sewing masks anymore?
3: Her answer, keep sewing, for a new mission she calls Crafting Change. Crafters from 35 states focus on the underserved, including the homeless and tribal communities that need not just masks, but basics like hats, scarves, and baby blankets. They also make scrub caps for nurses. Kay Bloyer of Horn Memorial Hospital in Iowa was stunned by the unexpected kindness.
7: Knowing
6: that these people sewed on their own time to help me through my day,
7: that meant a lot.
3: Did you ever think that your love of sewing and crafting would turn into a social mission?
7: No, my sewing machine was collecting
9: dust prior to the pandemic.
3: Now it's bringing comfort to countless people in need. Chip Reed, CBS News, Washington.
2: A family may soon get back the beachfront property taken from them nearly 100 years ago. That's coming up tomorrow. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. It was the biggest scandal
6: in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost.